0: This is No Laugh Track Podcast, episode 120. My name's Justin Severson, the host. Thanks to Circle of Heat, as always, uh, for playing, uh, letting us play their music there at the beginning. I was just looking at our local uh, rag, the City Pages, and I see they're playing a few Wednesdays the next couple of months at uh, the Caboos, so check them out. I have, you should, we all should. In any case, let's get down to business here. Tom Segura's back. Yep. Yep. I looked it up. We talked briefly before this, and uh, the last time we were here... I was on episode thirty-eight. Okay, so almost two years ago. It's been almost two years. So, yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Welcome back, sir. Thank you. Thank yes. you for having me. But you did. A sh- you were here, didn't you? Do shows in two thousand thirteen? Somehow we missed each other.
1: Um, I didn't do. Maybe didn't do the club. I taped my special. Was in, that that long ago? I sh- I shot it in November of twenty thirteen. Yeah. At the Cow Center.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That special, which I watched on Netflix several months ago, mm-hmm. is probably top five funniest comedy specials I've ever seen.
1: <laughs> really? Yeah, really. Wow. Yeah. Thanks, man. Really. That's very nice of you.
0: And as you know that I'm not just saying blown smoke up your ass because you listen to all these episodes, I don't normally say things like that. I know. So.
1: This is big. So take this to yes. heart, man. Yeah. I'm going to chalk that up, too. I've only seen six specials. That's I didn't want to get into that. I was going to leave it at that. <laughs> but now you've kind of ruined it no it really was thank you man why did why did you
0: choose uh a a theater i've never even heard of in this city
1: i did you know it was funny my first choice. so they basically tell you that you can shoot it wherever you want right so i was like cool i go you know i did my half hour in new york and it's a great city it's you know there's so many places that we could do it there let's just do new york right it'll be it'll be great Mm -hmm. new york city And they're like, "Um, you can do it if you want, but the costs are going to be outrageous. Like, you know, the unions there are like, you know, they have astronomical fees for this Mm -hmm. and that. Mm -hmm. So they basically were like, would you please not do that? And I go, (laughs) oh, okay." Like I thought and they're like, but if you want to, you can do it Yeah, And I was like, all right, let's pick another city. So I was like. Give me the list of the cheapest ones. Well, I, I worked down, I go, how about Chicago? They're like, again, really expensive. <laughs> and I was like, and then they're like, but you can shoot it anywhere if, if you want to go there. I'm like, well, we're just, where can I do it? You know what I'm getting yeah, at. <laughs> so, well, wherever you want. And I'm like, all right, let's go back to New York. Like, what are you talking <laughs> about? So, we just ended up, and then I, I started thinking about, I go, well, what's like a city that's not as big as those, but that I love, like I have great experience in? And this was the- Bam. F- Minneapolis it really was because I was like I mean the big part of it's the club it's Acme mm-hmm. so I was like oh but that like uh, those audiences like I feel like I they get the sensibility for me I'm like I'll have a good ch- a good chance at having a great show in Minneapolis yeah so I tell the Minneapolis and I think they threw a couple of venues at me but the layout of that room was like kind of ideal actually so when i once i saw how it's laid out i was like yeah let's do it at that venue. yeah
0: i literally don't even know where that place
1: is <laughs> yeah i know and it's, the thing is it's it's right in the mix it's on the it's on the street that has actually all these like rock clubs and and, and the cal center is like this big perfor- but the thing is they have the stage that i was on normally has like ballet oh yeah, and, like, they were like, you're by far the craziest show that's ever been on this stage. <laughs> like, all the guys that worked there were like, no, nah, we usually have, like, you know, Russian ballerinas flipping around Did
0: here. they have any, did, were any of their outfits left backstage, like the no, props? No,
1: no, <laughs> no, it was pretty cleaned out, but I definitely got some, like, looks, like, what are you doing to this, like, the sacredness of yeah. this place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What do you think they said when they heard you were there? (laughs) Uh, I thought they probably were like, oh, you know, being of what we do, he's probably like a really nice guy and says really nice things. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure. I was actually going to start things off today asking you who, uh,
0: because there's such a love fest between you and Acme, that who loves who more? Oh,
1: I love Acme more. You love Acme more? I think so. I think I got more love now after doing the Asia tour. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So... But yeah, I um it's funny. When I got the call to do it, I didn't even tell Lewis this that uh my agent told me that I wasn't uh the first choice. Oh. And I was like and I was waiting for like why he told me that. I was like, Okay. He's like, Yeah, just let you know. I'm like, Why Why would you tell me that? (laughs) And he's like, just you know. Like he didn't want you for he mentioned somebody else, but that guy doesn't want to do it. And I was like, "What the fuck, man?" Did he tell you who that was, dude? Yeah, it was Jake <laughs> Johansson. No. Yeah, <laughs> he called me up and he goes, um, "So this tour is coming together. It's for Hong Kong." And I, he, no, I've expressed to Lewis that I want to go to Hong Kong like two years ago. Oh. just nothing to do with festivals or right? anything. I was like, I really want to go to Hong Kong. I want yeah. to go to Asia. Mm-hmm. And so I get the call. And my agent's like. Lewis is putting together a tour, Hong Kong and Singapore, and I was like, Shut up and he goes, Now I'm just letting you know you weren't his first choice. And I go, Okay. <laughs> and I'm waiting like like I said, for why? And he goes, like Jake Johansson, but like he can't He wasn't do it. busy,
0: just not interested.
1: Yeah, he's like he just doesn't want to do it. And I go <laughs> It's beneath okay. okay. And he goes, So do you want to do it? I'm like, Why are you telling me that Jake doesn't want to do it? Just letting you know. That, like you weren't the first choice. I'm like, cool. And then yes, I would like to go. So uh, it worked out though, you know. Like, um, no, man, I gush about this place. Yeah. As and I'm sh- obviously I'm not the only. I mean, comics too. It's like it's it all. It's it's always a, a trickle down effect too. It's because of Lewis, you know. Yeah. It's because of like his standards for a club. His I don't give a fuck when anybody says like i do things the way i think they should be done mm-hmm. it's because he cares about what happens here on stage and a lot of clubs just it's it sounds crazy maybe to people listening that a lot of comedy clubs the one thing they don't care about is, is the, the t- comedy yeah they it's really a, literally don't it's only uh money it's an afterthought like the comedy they're like whatever yeah they care about you know chicken wings beers and uh, that's it. That's all they care about.
0: Yes. I have heard that it's a lot of uh, scheduling based on who's probably going to come in here and sell the most drinks. Totally. Not here. Here as in here. I'm saying other clubs. All right. Definitely yeah, yeah. Uh, and then talking about Lewis, you got to go through Asia, mm-hmm. as Chad said, Ching Chong Ping Pong, the tour of <laughs> Ching Chong Ping Pong <laughs> <laughs>
1: with with the godfather himself, Lewis Lee. Dude, Louis, and he was spitting his chang chong to everybody, <laughs> and like, he really put people in their place. I'd see him grab guys by their nostrils and pull them down. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> he was telling us too. He talked about how his his Cantonese is like outdated. Okay, you know, because he last like he the the local the slang you know all the colloquialisms of like, you know, they change with time. Like sure, the way we spoke as kids is different than how kids speak now, but. You adapt to it if you live in the culture. right? So his Cantonese is, like, from the 70s. So, like, Chad was like, hey, uh, Lewis, are you going to slot some jive turkey on these fools or what? (laughs) Because he knew that, like, he knew that, like, Lewis was going to walk in the room and be like, what it is, (laughs) brother? But he said it's true. He Lewis said that, like, when he talks, people are like, the fuck did you say Like, he has, like, an outdated, you know, slang for Cantonese. That's like, Cantonese for don o that, That's totally how he speaks.
0: <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So no. did you have any hesitation at all, or were you like, zero, yeah? Zero,
1: zero, zero. No, I mean, like, there's places that, like, I've always wanted to go to Hong Kong. I've always wanted to go to Tokyo, which is not part of the tour, but it is a place I've always wanted to go. Yeah. So... You know, as this kind of... Like, as soon as it came, I was like, yes. I didn't ask, ask really what the offer was. I was just like, wow. yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I want, I want to go. Um, and I'd never met either of the guys. I met Chad on the flight. He was on my flight there. But I'd heard a lot about him. Okay. I'd never met Pete. You I never met, knew
0: Pete either? Okay.
1: Nope. I mean, I'd heard of him, but, like, I met him at the hotel. Yeah. And, but we all got... And they've known each other since they started stand mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Um, but... We had a, we had a really good time on that man. Really they time. they uh, yeah they were telling me they knew Jake Johansson a lot better. We're hoping <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a better tour. I'm not, I'm not saying it wouldn't have been better. But Three best
0: buddies. They were gonna this, call that one.
1: This worked out to my benefit, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, I had a good time, man. I As time. I
0: asked Chad, did uh, if he brought any souvenirs? Did you bring any souvenirs back for uh, for, for anyone?
1: Th- yeah, I brought um, slippers from what's it called, the uh, Designs of God or whatever, some store. It's all Hong Kong, like, nationally made stuff. So it has, like, dragon print slippers. I gave it to my wife, my dad, my sister. Like, I got each of them that. I bought a bunch of notebook, like, crazy notebooks with crazy designs for my wife. I got her a legit wallet and then a knockoff Prada wallet. Nice. Uh, Did Chad tell you about how we – Oh, he didn't tell you? Oh, the no, I don't think so. So we went to um, Kowloon, and I love watches. Okay, and I go like, oh, I want to. This guy was like, you're looking at watches. I have like knockoffs, and I go, all right. And he goes, come with me. And then he takes us like into a building, th- through an alleyway, into another building, then up uh, like back alley stairs. That are like dingy, dark, like there's like blood stains on the walls. Knock on a door. Was it raining too? Yeah. <laughs> and we knock on a door. A guy looks through the people. We get in that room. He locks, he double locks. Come on. It, and then he pulls out like three watches. Oh. he's like, this is what you got? What? You brought me up here for this? And then here's my favorite part of it. He goes, um, he has like a, a Daytona Rolex, right? Which is like a, a model of a Rolex okay. called a Daytona. So he's like. It's Daytona, 280 bucks, which is a weird number, 280. And Mm -hmm. I was like, get the fuck out of here. I'm not paying 280 for that. And he goes, 110. I go, you just cut it in more than half on the first thing. The first no? Yeah, the first no. He's like, 110. Like, from 280 to 110. No. And then he goes, 80. And I go, I'll give you 50 bucks. That's it. He goes, you're you're crazy. I'm like, what are you talking about? (laughs) You just knocked it down to 80. What's I want to pay 50. Yeah. Can't do it, man. And I go, "Why?" not? He goes, "This is a Daytona. This is a $16,000 watch." I'm like, "Yeah, the real one." <laughs> like, this is not a $16,000 watch. This looks like a $16,000 right. watch. I'm not going to pay you a lot of money for this. That's the whole point of buying a knockoff. Cuz you paid shit for it. Yeah. I'm not going to pay the man. stolen price for the real one. Yeah. So, it's it's a, it's not like, yeah, it's not even a stolen one, which would be different. It's right. It's just a, so anyways, I was like, no. And the thing is, I sat with the guy like this, Chad's standing over here. And they asked him to sit down. He's like, Mm-mm. he doesn't want to sit down. Like he wants to be able to like look around because yeah. he feel like kind of sketchy. Yeah. But then he got he reminded me that after every time they were negotiating, I would look back at him. He goes, "You are looking at me like I hold the fucking money." Like, like so that everybody's like, if we're gonna stab somebody, let's stab that guy with the money. <laughs> <laughs> so I end up leaving there, but I tell the guy, I go, "I am not gonna do watches." Because I also actually had that feeling. I was like, uh, I just felt silly buying. The knockoff watch I was like just No I'm not doing that Yeah But I was like I'll buy a knockoff Wallet or purse For my wife So again I met him There on the streets Took me into a <laughs> Alleyway <laughs> Opened this bag With like Knockoff Louis Vuitton And Prada I, don't know, I grabbed one And I ended up paying Like a hundred bucks for it I was like I'm just not doing this I'm not I mean I paid it And I was like I'm not gonna get into The negotiation again Just Here's the money And does and she liked. like it She does yeah she Which likes one does it, she like better yeah um what, what do you mean oh, you the, oh well the the legit one the real one is like it's more casual like it's uh like art artistically made like has like newspaper print and crazy stuff going on in it oh, okay so she uses that you know for everyday stuff but then the knockoff is you know her flashy one for like oh i have a meeting mm. <laughs> but chad and i also went and pete well, we went to different places we all got suits made there and yeah. shirts. Yeah, that was something I was uh, fixated on doing.
0: Like fitted for the suits, like the yeah, bespoke,
1: like custom made suits. I I don't I have totally romanticized the idea of doing that. Yeah, like I I just, I don't know. I just and I know that like it's Hong Kong is one of the big destinations for doing that. Like yeah. it's very well known that you can get suits and stuff made in Hong Kong. Yeah. So I was just like, I'm doing this and then everybody did it. And then uh we all wore our suits for the last show nice. in Macau. <laughs>
0: How often have you done uh, comedy in a suit?
1: I did it's funny, I did my the second or I think the second time I worked this club I did the whole week in a suit. Oh wow. And, and same I, one? Um no I had two. I brought two. <laughs> okay. And but I, the thing is it does change the way you feel. And it does change the way audiences look at you 100%. I I believe in in a suit. Um, I really liked the way I felt, and I liked the shows in the suit. The thing I didn't like was having to travel and maintain a suit. Literally, laziness is the reason I don't do it. And after the week here, I was like, I'm going to do this. Like, I'm going to do the suit thing. The next week I worked was Vegas. So it was perfect. I could do a week there in a suit. Yeah and that was the last week. it. <laughs> I was like this is too much work. <laughs> and then
0: they couldn't sell you the ones that don't wrinkle or anything?
1: I don't know, man. It just it just felt like too much of a th- I think maybe as I get older in this maybe I'll I'll be, you know, drawn into that as like I get into my 40s or something and you feel less uh like it feels more natural almost. I feel like you're more distinguished with age mm-hmm. to wear the suit. I don't know. Maybe. Like
0: Pardo has dropped the suit. He was always known for that.
1: He dropped it? Yeah. Now he comes and he's wearing like a cardigan and some jeans. Oh, it works. It, I mean, you know, I mean, Chad, you know, I've seen him in sweaters and he looks like Mr. Rogers on stage sometimes. That's
0: true. That's very true. Um, yes. With a collar coming out of the top of his sweater.
1: Ryan Stout wears yeah? a suit. He wears a suit to do a 10 minute spot in LA. That's how hardcore he is with the suit. I think he's the most dedicated. He's not Ryan Stout without a suit. Yeah, yeah. he's just fucking some guy. I'm trying to think what he was wearing when he was here. Had to be a suit. Yeah, I, I'm sure it was. Greg Proops wears suits. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom Rhodes always in a suit.
0: Well, the guy's freaking dapper.
1: His suit guy, by the way, Hong Kong. Really? That's where he gets his suits. Did he send you to his guy? He sent Ari Shafir to his guy. <laughs> Ari sent me to his guy, and I went with another guy. I fucking broke the rules. What? Yeah.
0: Are you going to, in turn, send someone to to now your guy?
1: I want to start beef, dude. I want to start beef. (laughs) Absolutely. Yes. I'm going to be like, don't fucking listen to Ari, and don't listen to Tom Rhodes. So... The reason I had to listen back to uh,
0: part of the episode I just did a couple weeks ago with Chad, mm-hmm. for one... I racist Chad? To, racist Chad. For one thing, I wanted to make sure I knew Ching Chong Ping Pong, and I was pronouncing that correctly. That's correct.
1: That's how you say it in Cantonese. Yeah, in case someone
0: has an atlas and they're mm-hmm. comparing it, I, I think I'm doing it correctly. Yeah. Uh, but the other saying that he really wanted me to ask you about was, Babui Chaseo Mi mi
1: but Bowie just say I'm a b-hole. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> when <laughs> when Chad was here, and I want to hear your version of uh any, how any of that came up, but uh he well he he was describing the young ladies that were near you mm-hmm. and then for the like the other two thirds of the podcast he would break into mm, Oh Chad Daniel, he, mm-hmm. he's so funny. <laughs> Oh, Chad Daniel, he did bad. If anyone is hearing this, did not you've got to go back to like two episodes ago
1: for the Chad Daniel. You definitely do. So fucking funny. He's my guest, by the way, on my podcast uh Friday.
0: Oh, this week?
1: This week's Friday oh, episode. Sweet. this Chad. Yes.
0: In my, he's stopped uh, by mommy's house,
1: uh, your mom's house. Yes, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> he's there. Uh, we, I think we talk about Babush to say I'm a beehole hole too. <laughs> Do you? That. This basically what <laughs> what happened was we're taking the ferry. You take a ferry from Hong Kong to Macau. You can also take a helicopter, I think. Yeah. But most people take a ferry. It's like an hour ride on a ferry, hydrojet kind of ferry, right? Like it, it's it's zooming across the the bay, cool. um, and it's packed and we have with us our our guide, Esther, from Hong Kong. She speaks fluent Cantonese, Mandarin, Japanese, English, you know, a little bit of a bunch of other languages, too. Uh-huh. Like one of those people, you're like, what the fuck, man? Too you, smart. Yeah. yeah. So she's awesome. She takes care of us. Um, and so they're filming. You know, they're filming a documentary as this is going on. Yep. And one of the guys, Ryan, is one of the producers and cameramen of the documentary. He's shooting. It's his birthday. So we're like, oh, it's his birthday. And Esther, the guide, shows uh, like five seats in front of us. There's these two Korean girls. And she goes, these girls are Korean. And like, this is how you say like hi in Korean and this silly stuff like that. So we're all like, hi. And they're seeing the, everybody's kind of looking at us because there's cameras, you know, there's right. big cameras. And they are like, <laughs> they're like shy and stuff. But they're like looking and we're like, oh, it's Ryan's birthday. Um, and then Chad's like, Will you give him a kiss for his birthday? And the girls are like, <laughs> No. And then Esther goes, Well, do you know how to say give him a kiss? You say in Korean, you say, Babui <laughs> So we're like, <laughs> And they're like, No. And then Chad kisses Ryan. <laughs> yeah. He's like, like this. <laughs> and then they're like, Mm And then Chad sits down and he points at his crotch and he goes, Babui <laughs> But they don't really see that, and I think I think I go, "What about your asshole?" and he gets up on his knees on the chair, and this time they turn around, he grabs one cheek with either hand, so he's grabbing both of the <laughs> cheeks, spreads his butt cheeks, <laughs> and goes, "Bobou you say my I think I had I came close to having an aneurysm I, I laughed So fucking hard <laughs> He looked so sincere And he actually spread his cheeks Like when he did He was wearing shorts But he was like Like you could see his hand was gripping <laughs> yes. it He said "But just just say I'm a b-hole And their heads dropped And they no longer wanted to engage <laughs> No <on camera>. nothing <laughs> They knew, and I knew that it was the first time anyone had ever said, Yeah. Uh, Will you kiss my asshole? <laughs> <laughs> and, and they were just, they were like, you could see that like all the joy that they had had and this thing was just completely gone. I, I laughed for fucking three days. would you say I'm a Oh my
0: God. One of you have to... Use that on uh, an, an album title or something. <sighs> we but, talked about that. Yeah.
1: Everybody was saying, but we should say I'm going to be whole oh, for days.
0: crying over here. I'm laughing so freaking hard. My God. So you were, might actually go back. Is that right? Can you talk yeah. about that? I
1: heard you saying that. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I just got an offer to go back and basically do the run that I did, but alone. So, you know, this was obviously we would chop it up between the three of us, Pete Lee and, and Chad and I. Yeah. So this time, it's I think it's for a week of... Um, of shows in Singapore and and Hong Kong in May, and I'm trying to tack on Shanghai so to do like a little mainland thing there too. Would you bring oh. your wife this time? Yeah, I mean if 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 um if everything works out perfectly, it would be like the two of us go over and 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 we would spend you know a few days before it starts like with time off and yeah. then a few days like so that would be the idea. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah, that'd be the way to go. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, I would love to go someday. Love to get over there It's like, you know uh, My wife said it Because she's never been there But she's done Seoul She's done Korea Hmm. And it's like You know When you go to Asia If you've never been And you're so Like Into like Kind of Western culture It is The furthest thing From what you're used to And it's kind of Which is kind of The fascinating part Right It's such a different world I mean like I've spent time in You know South America Obviously all of North America Central America Western Europe um, I've even done North Africa, South Africa. That that gets you know into pretty like wow, this is pretty much a stretch. Yeah. From what but something about Asia, you're like, this is another planet, man. Which is really the fun part, I think. You know,
0: is there is there things where you kind of feel like you're going back in time, but also maybe in the future and different? You know what I mean? Like uh, technology yeah. maybe is advanced in some spots, and then also
1: like the... it is it is back and forth because yeah. you do you do run into like. You know, like the cab that you're like, this cab is 45 years old. Yeah. You know? And, like, don't even dream of playing with your credit card, which is weird in Hong Kong because it's such a an advanced city. Yeah. And then I think, like, in Singapore, it was like the guy didn't even take cash. Like, it was the opposite, you know? Weird things like that. But just driving through Hong Kong and you seeing, like, you know, it's it's such a bustling active city, you know, where it's like there's just so much going on. It's um it does feel like what w- the reason Hong Kong is great I think for a westerner too is you get authentic Asian experience and mm-hmm. feel, but it's not so much so like there is obviously the, you know, the British influence from being there for so long that you get like, oh, you're going to you're going to meet people that have no idea, they don't speak any English. And they're they're like old country Yeah. Cutting a chicken head off in a shop in front of you and you're like, whoa. <laughs> right. And then the and then the the opposite is somebody who's like Yeah, I was born and raised here, speaks fluent English, knows like, you know, kind of adapted to like Western So you get like it's it's a it's another experience, but at the same time you don't feel totally like lost, you know. And you
0: obviously like the experience at the clubs,
1: right? Yeah, man. I mean I love doing stand up in tight little rooms. Yeah. So the that takeout comedy joint in Hong Kong is like it's a basement club that I think jam packed can take maybe like 120 people. Oh wow. Maybe. Maybe once 50, I don't know. Yeah, I mean I always get like nervous about doing stand up abroad. Even I, I've done it over and over i've done even when you go to canada the first time you're like is this gonna work like i'm used to like you know what an american sensibility is because you do it so much yeah. but you have that kind of pause like oh fuck and then first time i went to australia same thing like oh shit is this gonna all bomb here yeah. it's just you can't help but think that and then the first time you kind of get something out and it works you're like all right so it's, it's gonna be all right and but this was the most extreme th- of that feeling, where you're like, "Is this going to be a disaster uh, when I'm going to talk about things and people aren't going to get any of it?" <laughs> but it, it's the opposite. It yeah. was great. Yeah, they get everything. That's awesome. Uh,
0: what does uh, what's the latest with your mo- your mommy's house? <laughs> mom's a, house. Your mom's house. I. You, okay, you know why I say mommy? Because I've listened. And we say mommy And you say mommy all the time. That's true. In fact, I started saying jeans and mommy yes, around yes. my house. And yes. And my girlfriend's looking at me like, what the fuck are you talking about? And you told about? her to get, I hope you
1: straighten her out. Yeah. 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 I want um, my
0: kids to say jeans more. Oh, definitely, man. Yeah.
1: It's, a, it's a great kids show. Mm-hmm. It's, um, dude, it, it, you know, it couldn't be better, man. Like, we're. We do two episodes a week. I'm actually going to try to actually pare that down a little bit um, coming up just because the scheduling is so tough to produce the two shows because uh, we do like, you know, there's a lot of like production in our show. We do like a lot of audio yeah. clips and mm-hmm. so it's different than just like sitting down and like, hey, let's just talk. We do. It's a little more involved. Yeah. Um, but the shows, you know, it's been growing like in, in its fan base, which is great for us and we do it live. Um, on the road too So we have A tour coming up In November Where we're doing Seattle, Portland And Chicago In oh, one wow. weekend um, So that that stuff Is the best Because it, it's funny It's like You get to perform But there's not At all the pressure Of doing stand up Like it's so much More right, relaxed right, right. And they don't want you To fucking perform They want you To just Talk about the shit They're used to hearing you talk about Yeah It's really a nice Easy fun thing to do
0: and you you schedule guests when you're on the
1: road right no no not, not so, usually serious? usually no guests we've had guests but it's not like the best thing we ever did unintentionally was build a show that was not guest contingent Do you know what i mean like mm-hmm. every a lot of podcasts it's like well who's on this week yeah. Who, who's the guest do yeah. i want to listen to this episode well we don't have that so we in some senses will suffer in the t- in terms of like Who's on I don't know if I want to hear this or not. But if we get you and you like what we're doing, you're in. Yeah. Like you're not gonna be like, Well, I wonder who's in this week. Yeah. You're like, I don't care who's in because I like what you guys do. That's the best because our audience then doesn't look for oh, who their favorite already is. No, right? yeah, <clears throat> That's the best part. Yeah. I remember you saying last time I talked to you when you were in town that people
0: were coming out to your shows.
1: From the podcast? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Podcast fans come out to shows. And the other thing that's been really big for me, well, two things really, Netflix, The Special, and Pandora. I never realized, the Netflix thing made sense to me because I could see that like, obviously a lot of people have Netflix, people have watched it, you see like how many ratings you're like, all right, people have watched this thing. You know, I have a question
0: about that, because <clears throat> when I hear that there's certain uh, people that I want to see their special on Netflix, y- you know, I'll go and search for it, but it's hard to find things unless you know it's going to be there. Did they have a category that says stand-up, and I just haven't found that?
1: I don't know, and I don't think so, and they should, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, I think, it, I think it's it's under comedies, which is, I don't know why they do that, it's but pretty, they do. Yeah,
0: you're in there with Marmaduke as well, you know? Definitely.
1: But I got lucky in that when it came out, it was on... It was under uh, a new releases category. Oh, okay. It was under what's popular now, because, like, just people happened to catch catch it um, in that first month run, so it stayed in, like, a popular oh, category. Okay. yeah. So popular, new release, comedy, like, you know, three, like, there's three categories you could go to and catch it. Um. It, so it it was, like, you know, it made sense to me when I started seeing people come out for that, which is obviously great for me. Yeah. Um. But Pandora is the one where I was like, I thought that would be like every once in a while you meet somebody and you go, like, they go, Pandora? Oh, okay. I'm out of the loop. I don't use Pandora. But you know what it is. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like, you know, it's streaming, basically streaming music. So people can download this app and then not pay and hear what they want to hear. Well, you don't realize how big comedy is on Pandora. And there's this weird algorithm where you get attached to other people who – you know, for whatever reason they put you with. And I've just been lucky enough. We're like, I'm, Hey, if you like, you know, Pat Oswald or Bill Burr or Hannibal Burris, like you might, I get like attached to those. Yeah, kinds yeah. Of th- and then those people are attached to mine. So people will be listening to like somebody way more famous, but then they find you. But dude, I'm telling you like every week I'll meet somebody like people after the shows. And yeah. And now it's like a lot of people are like, oh, you, like you listen to the podcast, and they're like, what? And I'm like, oh, like you saw the special? And they're like, what? What are you talking about? Like Pandora, and then it's like the next person, oh, I'm here from, I listen to you every day on Pandora. Like, what? And then, yeah, I like Pandora. I know you on Pandora, and it's been a thing now where it's undeniable. Like where Pandora is a huge part of who's coming out to shows.
0: <clears throat> Maybe I shouldn't even ask this, but I'm going to. Does it? Who makes money off Pandora besides Pandora? We get money. You do?
1: Yeah, because it's we get um, royalties. Okay. So Pandora's pays us. I mean, we don't get. They don't actually write the check to you directly, but like you get your royalties accumulated monthly, and then if you're played a lot, you get. It's the same thing as having a a song on Pandora or on the radio where they collect your royalties and they're like you know oh nice yeah it's awesome yeah yeah so you could probably get an idea of how
0: many times your stuff's playing them
1: yeah and you can see that and it breaks it down like is it being played on pandora and um what's the other one spotify which are big streaming ones yes or xm Sirius, which is like you know a satellite comedy satellite radio but the big ones are 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 streaming like pandora damn yeah,
0: you know what I put on a lot, <coughs> like well, obviously podcasts. I host one. That's how this all started. I was a big fan of podcasts, but I also listen to that twenty four seven
1: comedy, yeah, on iHeartRadio yeah,
0: every now and then.
1: Yeah, we and my wife and I hosted that one. Like we they we did it like remotely, where we hosted. Uh, oh yeah. that day of shows. Or whatever. I probably heard that. Yeah, yeah. So they have a new one like every week or other day or whatever that they're is. They're All those things like th- are great for comedians, you know. And and like the bigger that gets, like. Uh, satellite radio streaming radio all that it's a big benefit the reason by the way that um or the trade-off i should say uh is that uh, and i i was i was talking to like uh industry record indi- uh, indi- uh, executives about this is that um album sales are way down right across the board yeah and the reason for that is because of streaming services like spotify and pandora have killed iTunes. Yeah. I mean, it's obviously still a big business, but we're talking like it has split people's sales like more than in half. Oh, I believe it. Um, So you go, I'm not going to sell as many, but I'll have people listening to me this way, which means they'll find out about me, and you still get a check. Yeah. It's a good trade-off. It's a good trade-off, yeah. I mean, it's kind of a bummer that...
0: Is stuff edited on... uh Pandora,
1: because on the twenty four seven comedy that you know they bleep things. No, I think it plays as is. Okay, you can, might be able to do a setting. Yeah. Where in which case though it w- just wouldn't play like that track. If you set like no explicit, because oh, yeah. it's marked as explicit if it is, and it just plays. If yeah. you don't want it, you could you know. I, I'm all for the explicit. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I mean, I'm a fucking adult, you know.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I uh, I watched. I don't even think it's been on TV yet, but I saw that you had tweeted about it, How to Be a Grown-Up. Oh, yeah. I watched it last night. Yeah? So what you think? So that has not been on TV yet, no. correct? Did you like it? I did like it. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a sucker for those shows with these clip shows or however you want to describe them of, of just comics throwing out
1: jokes. and How to Be a Grown-Up premieres October 28th, 9.30 Eastern, 8.30 Central on True TV, and it is one of those – It's 16 episodes so it's going to run into next year oh yeah and it's basically comedians telling you how life changes when you become a grown-up and it's like you know there's it's like we're sitting in front of a green screen and it cuts between us and like reenactment stuff and like you know joke stats and all kinds of stuff it's a really fun show I did it with my wife, with Christina It's So perfect that you two got to do it together. And it was really fun to do. And then there's there's great, there's great comics all over it. Great yeah. Fitzsimmons is oh on it. Oh, my
0: God. He had me laughing on that. Yeah, man, he's hilarious. Yeah.
1: Kira Sultanovich and a yep. bunch of other – Al Jackson. bunch of people are on it that are really funny. I don't I know f- much
0: about Al Jackson. Yeah, he's I really, really liked him on In fact, I went from watching that last night to immediately going to uh, Twitter to follow
1: him. He's really funny. Yeah. Yeah, Al's really funny. Um yeah, I met him a few years ago in Florida. He was still there, but now now he lives in L.A. But that dude's hilarious. Yeah, and I want to
0: know more about him uh, in the
1: future. He's good. Does he not play here? Not in the last couple of years, at least since I've been doing this. Okay, you guys should have him. He's really good. I I think I'm with you there. He um yeah um yeah so that show they put up the first episode. Yeah, on it was YouTube, on YouTube. I watched the last which night, which is smart. That's, that's like, the, and that's you know, it's more in turn online with like direction of the way this mm-hmm. business is moving. Oh yeah. You you can of course you you want your TV show to do well, but you still got to make it available yeah. somehow. People want to watch things when they want to watch it. That's that's the beauty of of like a Netflix, you know, or a Pandora. But that show is is really funny, man.
0: As uh as I was watching last night's episode or The first episode, when I watched it last night, Mm -hmm. I was writing, I was taking notes, and I was going to write, I was going to ask you about your proposal, and then you ended up telling the story (laughs) on the episode. Yeah. 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 Apparently, (laughs) that's still
1: a little... uh, Still bothers her. Still bothers. Yeah. It's just bullshit, I think. I really do think it's bullshit. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, just because it wasn't, like, a perfectly romantic proposal, I mean, it was... I did it out of fucking how badly I wanted to propose. Well, here's here's – I'm
0: so glad that that came up, that that was on that episode and that you're here now because uh, – and I mentioned this last week, I think, for the first time. It's no secret to anyone that – well, now that listens to this show or anybody close to me that my girlfriend is – her – she and my kids are like, get mar- – marry me. Huh, were you gonna How marry Ashley? Have? I have two kids. Okay. Are you gonna marry Ashley? When are you gonna marry Ashley? Daddy, you should marry Ashley. And Ashley is. Mm, what are you gonna propose? Really? And like to the point where we've gone and looked at rings together, and then like weeks go by where uh, I haven't proposed up uh-huh. to this point, and then she'll go,
1: you know. <sighs> How long have you been together?
0: Sunday would have been a perfect opportunity for you to.
1: Uh, three years. We met three years ago. Did she is she giving you an ultimatum? No. Okay, that's good. The ultimatums. I don't believe in the ultimatum.
0: Yep. No. No. Just just the heavy heat, but no, none of the uh, no ultimatum. You know what you
1: should do? I think, is tell her, hey, you know, I really need you, to relax on the heat on this. Like you just you need to let and let her think. Like what is he thinking by telling me? And then don't do it for like like do it. Have that conversation when you're ready to propose. And then just kind of don't bring it up again. Like, Dude, I told you, like, relax. And then you can really surprise her if you want to. I like that. You know? I like that. And in that case, you can make it awesome. Mine was like, I bought it in October. Mm -hmm. And the plan was to do it over New Year's Eve. So I was going to have it for the rest of October, November, and all of December. Dude, it was all I was thinking about. That's why I I did it spur of the moment. Because I was like... I'm gonna use. I'm gonna do this in three months. Like this is fucking insane. Right. I'm probably gonna lose this thing. I was carrying it with me to go places. <laughs> it was the most valuable thing I had ever purchased right, at that point. Fuck yeah. So yeah. When I when I finally. <laughs> I uh I just I did it like this. I was like, hey, I gotta tell you something like that, <laughs> like, in, in our apartment, and she was like, what? Are you gonna fart? That's what she said. Did you fart? I was like. Yes, but that's not what this is about. She's like, I don't know. She actually said, I really don't. She was like 10 feet away. She goes, I really don't want to smell your fart right now. I go, it's not a fart. <laughs> and uh, Better than fart. And then her whole thing afterwards was like, you did this in our apartment. Like, this could have been, I think, I was like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. This came so, this is so genuine. Mm-hmm. And I go, well, I was going to do it on the beach on New Year's Eve in the Keys. And she was like. That would have been cool. (laughs) She still breaks my balls to this day.
0: Someday you'll do that. You can do that, uh, you know, where couples renew their vows. Yeah, yeah. Right? uh, Well, what do you think of this? So she, my girlfriend's a huge uh, country music fan. So much so. Raver. (laughs) so much so that she went to Chicago a month or so ago to go see Garth Brooks before he announced his concerts here in Minneapolis. Oh, Well, now he's coming to Minneapolis next month, and she bought tickets, Mm -hmm. and she bought tickets for the two of us. Mm -hmm. I'm really excited, let me tell you. And I'm so happy that I got out of the Chicago (laughs) trip (laughs) to go. Anyway, so she bought tickets for the two of us and then two of her friends, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: another couple. The other day she goes, you know what would be perfect? If you proposed at the Garth Brooks concert. What? Yeah. Dude. Right? Now, you, what if I? What if that had already crossed my mind, which I'll say right now, it did cross my mind. That I thought, you know what? That would probably
1: make her world if I did it that. Way. I think you need to tell her, like, you need to lay off the heat and you need to stop suggesting places and, and be like, because I don't want to do it once you've suggested something like yeah. that. Cause and I then, didn't and then you it. should tell her. So that she's not, like, heightened at that thing. Be like, I'm not proposing at Garth Brooks. Like, you've already taken the idea. It's no fun now. Yeah. And be like, don't bring it up again. It's going to happen when it happens, and it's not going to be at Garth Brooks. So now you can enjoy Garth Brooks without her being like, here's the song. Yeah. And th- you've got to tell her. As soon as he sings Shameless, he's going to You have it. to tell her, Justin. I know. I this know. This nonsense.
0: You know what I, can- I, uh, I keep saying? Instead of Turn Down the Heat, I'm like, you need a hobby.
1: That's kind of indirect. She's like, all right. I got a hobby. Are you proposing? <laughs> Pick a hobby other than hounding me to propose. Good Lord. Three years? That's not too much. I think yeah, Now, mean, you should know whether or not it's somebody you want to be with at this point, though. Mm-hmm. And, you know. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. We're good. But you should do the ring thing on your own and keep it. Like, dude, the element of surprise is huge here. Yeah. If you're going to do it. You got to be able to surprise her, not like guess what we're going to that concert tomorrow. Don't wear gloves, okay?
0: <laughs> Don't wear gloves. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm gonna bring lotion mm. for your fingers. I mean, uh, another thing I wanted to bring up with you to you today is that, uh, and I have no idea how old this thing is. That I another thing I have yours I watched mm-hmm. online on YouTube. I've seen James Brown in concert, but I do not remember how tall he is. 6'3". Six 6'3"? Three. Six three. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Not not 5'6". Not if you want to fucking go there. <laughs> what is the story behind the video I watched called Nine Inches last night?
1: Nine Inches um, shot as a short film was uh, an idea where my buddy and I, Ryan Sickler, who's a, another comedian who you guys should have here.
0: Uh yes, I've never seen him, but I have listened to many episodes of uh the Crab Feast. Yeah. So I know all about him from there. You but you guys have Larson.
1: That's the other guy. Jay, Jay was Larson. on the show. It was yeah. on
0: No Laugh Track, yep.
1: Well, Ryan and I are good buddies. Um longtime friends and you know, he's a comic and we love these news stories. We've always loved like funny just news stories. Right. And so there was this news story about these a guy, two guys that argued over james brown's height and shot each other but the article didn't give any more details so we wrote that as like this is what really happened <laughs> that's and that's awesome. why it says like this is based on a true story because even like some of the comments are like i don't know why they're saying this is a true story and right people were asking like would they be like why does it say that i'm like because it is like did you it's use not the, the way, real names i think one of you guys was timmy
0: or something. Uh, jimmy awesome. and dan are the real names oh, jimmy, yeah yeah those are the real names from the they story
1: were, okay <laughs> And that's if awesome. you read, if you look up the article, you'll find like it says they argued over James Brown's height and they shot each other and that they, you know, were both hospitalized. So we made up this story and then we shot that. And uh, yeah, it took a long time to put it together, man. Like to get the post stuff done. But it's really one, like, one of my favorite, you know, when you, you, I imagine that like um, if like a musician has the song where people are like i love this song and they're like you like what i li-. like you have your popular song but mm-hmm. then they're like i like this one song yeah, you yeah. know the, the b-side song and right like, right and you know that like oh, that guy's like a real i love it hasn't happened a lot but when people come up to me and they're like dude nine inches i'm like yes really yeah i, I get <laughs> super excited yeah. like when they i'm saying like after the show yeah, yeah. when they're like I saw Nine Inches, and that's why I'm here. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like that gets me so excited yeah. that they saw that and liked that so much that they came to the show. Yeah. So, yeah, it's on my YouTube channel. It's called Nine Inches. I don't want to give away too much. No, no. But, you know. That was enough. I kind of already did, actually. We described what happened. But, no. But, yeah, um, we had a blast doing that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I want to see more of uh,
0: acting with you and Ryan Sickler. Yeah, please. yeah.
1: Well, hopefully you will. Hopefully you will.
0: Yes, sir. Well, speaking of uh, things in, stupid things in the news, I brought a few oh, okay. that I don't want to get your opinion on. First of all, uh, actually, the first one is you've never done Letterman, right? No. No.
1: <laughs> no, I've tried. Oh.
0: <laughs>
1: is that a – They were like – my favorite was that, like, a few years ago they, they told me um, they liked certain jokes and just to come up with another tape. And I was just lazy and stupid and didn't do it the right way. But then years later, I submitted another set, and they're like, "We're not going to say no, so that we're not passing," which because a pass means like you're done there. Okay. Or at any late night, they're like, "Pass." They're like you're not getting a pass, but you're not getting a yes. Hmm. And I go, "So what do I do?" And they're like, "Nothing." That's it. We're not saying no, but we're not saying yes. Is that still where it is? Yeah, that's where they left it. I was, uh, basically, they were like. If somebody who we needed to do it, if Jake Johansson, Jake Johansson could not do his seventy eighth (laughs) appearance,
0: yeah, oh, perfect.
1: Someone, yeah, someone who actually has been on like no, and then and then probably like and then all the other guys that we like couldn't do it, and then another guy died. Then maybe you could do it. That's basically where they. (laughs)
0: Okay. Yeah, I did. By the way, I know you've done Craig Ferguson. I watched your set on there as well. Yeah, good stuff. That was earlier this year. Yeah, thanks. People can find that online. Uh, but did you hear about Letterman's freaking cue card guy going crazy? No. No. What happened? Well, you don't know anything about this. Nothing Well, about you've this. seen the show once or twice. Of course. Yeah. You know the cue card guy, Tony Mendez? I think so, yeah. He's an uh, older guy, always like is wearing shorts. Yeah. He's crouched down, you know, like Dave includes him mm-hmm. in the conversation sometimes. They fired him uh, about a week ago. What happened? Because he <laughs> he got in a brawl with one of their writers. What? Yeah. This is uh it was him uh it was Tony Mendez the Q card card guy which is a job I'm amazed still is that exists since don't computers I bet he's had that job a long time too I am sure he did I'm sure he did uh he uh, he's out of a job after assaulting staff writer for the show Bill Sheft hmm. it says uh, uh he said that they've always had tension and that Sheft uh, and <laughs> encroaches on his work he says bill is always undermining me making himself out as Dave's number one trying to pretend i wasn't even in the room and then it all came to a head uh, earlier this month when mendez told chef to get off my back according to mendez letterman said tony your sour disposition isn't helping <laughs> which prompted him to reply you're the one with the sour disposition motherfucker the letterman He says the two had the kind of relationship where they uh, regularly traded barbs. Then Mendez was angry. He said Chef was trying to create a wedge, so he just grabbed him by the shirt. He was very surprised. He didn't say a word. He was cowering. His eyes were real big. He probably peed a little bit on his pants. This is a 69-year-old man who lost his job as a cue card guy saying he grabbed somebody and the guy probably peed his pants. (laughs) Is that the craziest thing you've ever heard? Wow, man. Yeah.
1: It bums me out. Yeah. I mean, I don't know either guy, obviously. No. Um, but that sucks. Apparently, they're going to pay
0: him. He's out of his job. They're going to pay him, and he's going to keep his benefits and everything until Letterman retires next year.
1: So he, see, that dude lost his job right as the, hit, the run is coming to an end. That's fucking sad. Yeah. But you can't fucking assault people. I wonder how much that guy rode him. He must have rode him pretty hard. Think about that. Sometimes that shit just boils up, and you're like, done. But you're done over something small, like you just can't take it anymore. There's people I've wanted to do that, too. I was going to
0: say, have you blown up over any? There was a guy
1: I wanted to fucking murder, actually, on a writing job. Yeah, and he was another writer. And um, I really, you know, the the fantasy. Did it at least get verbal? Yes. And 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 the the fantasy is like, because I know I could just like absolutely wreck this dude. And I, you know, I Uh played it out in my head a bunch. But then I was like, you know. Literally, n- everybody would just be like, that guy's like me. They'd be like, he's out of his fucking mind. Yeah. And you can't work with him. <laughs> he beat another guy yeah. in a writing room. Someday. Someday yeah. when
0: you have absolutely nothing, uh, when you have everything and nothing to lose, or nothing and everything to lose. Yeah. yeah. Take that man down. So here's the one I really wanted to get to, and I guarantee you haven't
1: heard this one. Because this is out of... Mankato, Minnesota. Oh, so that's why I haven't heard about it. I used to spend all my summers in Mankato.
0: (laughs) On Lake Mankato? Yeah.
1: I I don't think there is one.
0: Okay. (laughs) When, uh, just on a side note here, when new TV anchors come to town, Mm -hmm. and they're like, oh, and and then, of course, uh, the president will be stopping in Minnesota today and visiting Mankato. Oh, they always say it wrong? Yeah. Mankato. So Mankato, uh, a drunken Mankato man. Home on leave from the U.S. Air Force. Spent three days in jail after, after allegedly giving a police officer a wet willy.
1: There's the... Uh, <laughs> that kind of stuff I like. Did you see there's the little person is the correct term? Oh. um, It's like a cop's clip, and he's shirtless, and <laughs> <I don't think laughs> it's so. in Vegas. It's on cops, and, like, <laughs> the cop is like dragging him like back and the guy's like you know he's kind of waddling along he's shirtless and wearing shorts and he's hammered and he's a little dude and then he starts to try to run away and the cops like get out get the fuck back over here and he runs and he chases him down and he like starts to he's like stop doing that and then he's like all right like he, you could tell the cops like i'm not gonna be this is like a child basically you know <laughs> so then he's like come on man and then <laughs> they get they start to get close to the car and there's a light pole and the little dude jumps on and starts climbing the light pole. And he's like, "Get down from there!" What? Yeah, he's just hammered. But it's like it's the most joyous arrest you can ever watch. Yeah. Like it's just it's just silly. And you can. And the cop is like not an asshole. He's just one. He's like, "Will you knock that off?" Like it's like being with a kid. Did they get cuffs on him? I think eventually they did because he just kept. He was doing cartwheels. Like he was. And actually, my cousin's a cop, and has a similar story where like. He pulled over a drunk driver, and it turned out it was a little person. Yeah. And he was like, all right, man. Like, he was just trying to, like, you know, be reasonable with the guy. And he's like, he got him out. And he's like, will you just, like, stand here? And the guy was like, ah. And there was, like, they were on an embankment, and the guy went rolling down the hill. No, and he, he was didn't. like, motherfucker. So he had to, like, run down this hill. No, he did Yeah, he did. <laughs> and then. he got the guy and the guy kept running away and he was like dude and he put him in the car but he put him in the front seat he's like can you just chill the fuck out and like he was he was even offering like to get like somebody to pick him up he's like i don't even want to go through this whole thing with you and the guy was like like (laughs) making noises and then he said you know how cops have like their laptops and like all the gear and the buttons yeah of course he goes He's just sitting there, and he's like, the little guy. Turned on all my sirens and lights. He's like, woo, 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 woo. No so way. all the lights and sirens. He's like, what the fuck? And he had to turn everything off. And then the guy started playing with the laptop. He was like, dude, knock it off. But like, it's funny. I think something about it being a little person. The I think to the to anyone maybe like they just don't get as angry with them. Yeah, no. like it was a normal size guy. I think they're acting like, the same way. Same way, right? They'd be. Pummeling you, mm-hmm. knee in your back. Yep. But the fact that the person's three foot five, they're face like, in the concrete. They should just picture everybody as little people and be a much nicer world.
0: All of us should. Yeah. really. Any anyone. All right, these guys are three feet tall. Jesus Christ. You remember there was a TV show? I think it was on for maybe I don't even know if they finished the whole season. In fact, I think it was one of those where it was doing so bad on CBS that they you moved know, it. Yeah, moved it to their you know sister station that's deep down in cable. Mm-hmm. It was the one where. Um, celebrities were cops in, um, in, in uh, Indiana, M- Muncie, is okay. that Indiana. Is that a town? Muncie. Sounds right. Something like that. One of them was like Jack Osborne. Uh-huh. And then it was like a chick that was a wrestler. And was whatnot. the whole
1: thing to like surprise people. Like people would be like,
0: they were like, you know, they were, you know, it, 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 it would be similar to watching an episode of cops, except when they roll up, then freaking a wee man from uh, yeah. jackass is there in an outfit, in a uniform as well. Well, they, uh, they had to arrest a guy. <laughs> I don't know it was some you know domestic thing like they always are, and they pull him and they put his arms behind his back to cuff him, and he has one of those claw arms like uh. where it didn't fully form. <laughs> So he just has, like, a couple fingers and, like, this really skinny arm. Oh, man. They couldn't get the cops to stay out. Oh, by the way, I Because just... his
1: hands could just slide right out. It was so thin. <laughs> <laughs> I remember this. Dude, when you just said that, I remember this. The cops one that you can watch online... The little dude, they do put him in cuffs, and he goes, I'm going to break these cuffs, man. And the guy goes, you can't break those cuffs. And he's super jacked, like he's super muscular. Okay. His hands are behind him, and he goes, ah, ah! And he keeps trying to He's like, will you fucking knock it off? <laughs> but he says he's going to break the cuffs. That's one of the best parts. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you want to see a good part two to that stuff. Uh, I feel like I could watch Cops. Like, Cops had this thing where it was, like, awesome for a while, and then you're like, then... For years, you know, if it was on, I'd be like, I don't want to watch this stupid show, like Cops is on. And then now it's come full circle, where if I see Cops is on, I my eyes light up and I'm like, this is gonna be awesome. Mm -hmm. Like it's funnier to me now than it was ten years ago.
0: I'll even watch if I recognize some of the uh, some of the episodes. Yeah, that's cool. This is a good one. I like this one. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Have you ever? This is coming out of nowhere here, but have you ever written a? uh, You, I'm sure you've shopped on Amazon before. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever rated a review on something you've purchased? Mm. Cuz they always ask you to, you know. Would yeah. you like to leave a review or rate this I don't remember product I don't think or so. yeah.
1: I don't think so. I just did that for the first time last night. Feels good to get it out of your system sometimes, right?
0: Yeah, they were both very complimentary. I've I've been buying stuff on Amazon for years and years and years. And last like, night I was like, I'm going to be generous. I'm going to actually spend 10 seconds of my precious time and. uh because it's actually nothing, and
1: we uh, leave a couple reviews. That's nice, because most people you know, only leave a negative thought or review. It's mm-hmm. good. It's good that you did that. I encourage that.
0: Yeah, and one of them, this is why I wanted to bring this up, because it was completely... Uh, I turned it into something self-serving, mm-hmm. and I don't know if I should be ashamed or really proud. Good for you. I'm I proud of you. something out here. Yeah. Uh, so one of the things I reviewed, it, it, it gave me a whole list of all these recent purchases I've made. The first one was like, I bought a replacement cord to charge my iPhone. Is the one we had when I had broke so I bought a knockoff by the way you can get a knockoff and they're just as good as the Apple ones a knockoff iPhone a cord the oh. charging cord. oh yeah okay so, okay yeah uh, but the other thing I reviewed was uh, the comedian Chris gethard yeah yeah I bought his album so I did a review of that and all I wrote was Chris is really funny I found out of him I found out about him by hearing him on the no laugh track podcast.
1: <laughs> He was here?
0: Yes. However, I knew about him before being on this podcast, so I really just wanted to write that to get Did a you plug do a week in. Here? Yeah.
1: Oh, that's mm-hmm. great, man. How was it? Really good. That dude's funny, man. He's really funny and really interesting and very unique. I read an article, I think, about how like he was he would have fans of his I don't know, his U C B show or something stay at his house.
0: Oh, I believe that.
1: Yeah, like at his parents' house. So like his parents are there and then strangers who like had seen him do his UCB show.
0: Oh, from what I gather, if he or one of his buddies comes up with an idea, unless someone's obviously going to die mm-hmm. because just do of it? it, they'll do it. Yeah. yeah.
1: And then he had a Comedy Central show.
0: Well, they bought his, uh, they, they bought a, uh, you know, like the, whatever the hell. You know the term. They filmed a pilot for his uh, show. But they aired one for a while. Oh, maybe like, not the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, it must be a different one. Yeah, no, his public access show was purchased or something for Comedy uh, okay. Central. They didn't follow through. But
1: He um, he did a sitcom that, like, Adam McKay, like, you know, Oh, of, yeah. Yeah.
0: What the hell was that called?
1: And one of the guys from SNL was on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it's, right. That's it right. Didn't air, it didn't last long, but I remember that was on, too.
0: So, I want your opinion. What do you think about that? I, me giving a review, Chris is really funny on his disc, and, and then throwing in a plug for my own podcast. I think it's brilliant. Brilliant?
1: That's the way you should do it. And you should do that for a lot more. You should go on Amazon and go to Thrilled or White Girls with Cornrows yeah or right? Completely Normal. Mm-hmm. My stuff and be mm-hmm. like, Love Tom, heard him on No Laugh Track podcast. Perfect. Do it. I'm going to. Are you selling those at your shows this week? I am. I'm selling those, all three, and a shirt that says Bikes. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: <laughs> nice. Yeah. I, uh, I. What if I did that with other products, like,
1: uh, like a watch? Like, <laughs> <It's> brilliant. <laughs> Heard about this watch on the No Laugh Track podcast. You should do it, like, for like uh, something really popular, something that has like thousands of, you know, what I mean, like, I don't know what it would be, but like, maybe like a PlayStation. Like this, I got this play. I bought it through Amazon. It's amazing you can play Bluetooth. I heard all about it on the No Laugh Track podcast. Man, that's a good podcast. Right. This PlayStation is really funny. They literally cover everything. Yeah. Every product, every community. Just keep doing it everywhere. Everything until Amazon figures it out. No, other other users will be like, "This fucking asshole writes this on every review."
0: <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how far they could go.
1: It would be pretty great. <laughs>
0: Tom, is there anything else? We've taken up mu- enough of your
1: time, I think. No, nah, uh, man. I'm is there anything do. else
0: you should do you want to mention that coming up, or anything that you did, and want to oh. give some attention to, or anything?
1: We talked about how to be a grown up. That's coming up. Yeah. Um, I got. I don't know. People listen probably all over the country. I have a bunch of new dates coming up, so they're all at tomsegura.com, and you can check out the podcast, Your Mom's House, Your Mom's House Podcast.com, with your lovely wife, lovely wife Christina Pajitsky. Yes. How is she? She's great. Yeah. Yeah. She's awesome.
0: We talked about it. But if people want to go and learn more about her through Tom's voice, go back to the first time that you were on this podcast, and I asked you all about her appearance on uh, uh, reality TV. The road Rules, right? Road Rules, yep. Yes. Yep. 98. I was fascinated by the fact your wife was on Road Rules. I
1: know. I know. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people are. Yeah, it's a good one. Loan Laugh Track. That's where it's at, man. Thank you, Tom. Thank you.